Welcome to Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up with the Successpert, award-winning financial educator, wealth expert, speaker, and author, Alfred Edmund Jr. And your co-host, life coach and author, D. Marshall. It's Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I'm D.C. Marshall. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. And we are talking about time and opportunity. How can I be sure I'm making the right decisions? This is a perfect topic for this show because we're constantly talking about your ability to navigate between fear and anxiety and faith. And we're always wondering, am I doing the right thing at the right time? Um, If the outcome doesn't look like it's coming the way we want it, um, have I made a mistake? And so it's important when you're living an abundant life to really fall on the side of faith every time. And so we're going to be talking about that on today's show. Be lifted up, your guide to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. And listen, time and opportunity. How can you make sure you are making the right decisions about how you spend your time and what you spend your time on? This is something that's really I'm very passionate about because um, pretty much over the last 15 years, I've been trying to reorganize my life. I'm not trying. I have been reorganizing my life around this idea of time and opportunity as unlimited resources of God. It is the foundation of all wealth. If you have opportunity, and I don't mean just wealth, money wealth. I mean wealth, you living the life you want having things that you want, living with security, living with safety. Um, And we live in a world where because of technology, because of social media, because of peer pressure, because of all these other finite, measurable things, we get anxiety about whether we're doing the right thing. We compare ourselves to other people. We compare ourselves to where we thought we would be at our age or people in in our gender group or our peer group are. And so while technology and all these other great, um, amazing things are great for us in terms of using them as tools, I think it can create a certain amount of anxiety around, am I doing the right thing? And what are we using to measure, if you will? Are we using worldly things to measure whether we're doing the right thing? Or are we using godly things to measure whether we're doing the right thing? So this is an important conversation. Absolutely. And I think a bigger, um, I'll say, opportunity for us in in this conversation is to really think about time and to think about time differently. So in the work that I do as um, as a coach and leading uh, ministry, Girlfriends Pray, I work with a lot of women. And one of the things that we struggle with is managing time and being responsible with time. And I was one who uh, who not responsible with time for a long time. And my mother would always say to me, D, get there on time. Just go bring your gadgets and get where you're going on, you know, on time so you don't have to, um, you know, so so that you're not stressed. And it wasn't until my mentor, Dr. Barbara Skinner-Williams, really taught on this concept of time. And it was so powerful. It changed my life from a faith perspective because we are people of God. And that is we don't own time. God owns time. 
time. And so whenever it is that we are irresponsible with time, we are dishonoring God. And so I think when we come out of this conversation or kind of stretch up to the 30,000 foot level and think about time and opportunity from a different perspective um, or from that perspective, it helps us to be more responsible with time and opportunity and how it is that we make decisions now knowing that you are making a decision in your life, whether it's about finances, whether it's about how you spend your day, whether about whether it's about, you know, um, what you do in your spare time, you are spending time, God's time on that particular thing. So um, that's what's showing up for me in, in this conversation. I'm going to flip it to the other side because I'm probably because of my professional and personal experiences, the opposite of you in many ways. I've lived my whole professional career on deadline. So it's always about being there early. Early is on time. I work at a company found, founded by Earl Graves, senior former military man, who was like, early is on time. And what, in addition to the fact that God owns time, God is also our provider. He's going to give us the time we need to fulfill his purpose for our lives. So I've had to learn to not have super anxiety. Yes, to meet my commitments, but not to feel that above and beyond meeting my commitments that I have to be anxious about having enough time to to create, to get ideas, to fulfill my own dreams and visions because God will give me the time that I need to fulfill this purpose for life. And when you can move in God's time, that gives you freedom from stress and anxiety. Yeah. This is fun. I like this conversation. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think, no, that's a, that's good. And I love, um, you know, I think it's interesting how people come to their definition of time. So I love that you share, you know, Earl Graves and his background in the military. And I think Dr. Skinner, just from a faith perspective, just how we look at time and how we come to it. Yes. But here's the other part of this. We're, we're never taught if we, you know, you and I have been fortunate to have great either leaders and or mentors. But the reason we bring up this topic on this show about living an abundant life, living an abundant life has to, we have to be responsible with, with time in order to step into all that God has for us. So ah, deep breath in (laughs) and out. It's a, be lifted up. Your guide to (laughs) To living living an abundant abundant life. life. (laughs) It's be lifted up. And we're social. Catch us at Be Lifted Up Radio or BeLiftedUpRadio.com. So how can I be sure that I'm making the right decisions now that we've got our clear definitions on time and our influences of time? And who owns it and who and provides who owns it? Ti- that's right. That's right. Um, so how do we make right decisions? Do you have... Do you have uh, some sort of formula because I have a formula, but I'm curious. Let me hear your formula first, and I'm gonna tell you mine. Well, I have a formula in terms of making right decisions, and I'll share a quick story with you. So, my mastermind buddies and I we meet every Monday morning at 7:30 a.m. and um, I'm really guarded of my time. I have really solid boundaries, and so I use a decision matrix for. Uh, making decisions, right decisions in terms of what should I be doing? What should I not be spending my time on? So a decision matrix is 
is is thing number one that I use to make sure I'm making right decisions. Um, and that's more on the back end. On the front end, I am extremely prayerful for, for I mean, you may or you may not follow, but um, I lead a ministry, of course, Girlfriends yes. Pray. Yes. And so I'm very prayerful and I believe in proactive prayer. I don't believe necessarily in reacting in, you know, but proactively planning and asking God to lead me and write decisions about my work, about my life, about my gift, about my time, about the people. So prayer on the front end, a decision matrix on the back end and wise counsel in the middle. Those are my three. Okay, so my process has to do with me very, being remaining focused on my purpose at all times, uh, which is also derived through prayer. Yep. Asking God, not only on the long-term, ongoing basis, what do you want me to do? But even in this moment, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. So I'm always constantly focused on what, why am I here and who am I? And who I am is a person who, who has been created to help make people make better decisions for their lives. Everything that I do, whether it's to be lifted up for Black Enterprise, for my own company, Grown Zone, um, and now Entrepreneur residence at Third Space, where I mentor entrepreneurs and teach a master class in Newark. But it's all about helping people make better decisions. So the first thing, as I say, is is this decision one that aligns with what I've been um, asked of by God? Mm-hmm. The second thing, is this fair to me? Mm-hmm. So it's God first, me second. The third thing is, do I honestly want to do it? And here's what I mean when I say honestly want to do it. Mm-hmm. Am I doing it out of love or obligation? You can't, it can't be both. Yep. And, and I have a rule. I don't do anything out of obligation. If I if it's going to be out of obligation, even if it's a quote unquote good thing, mm-hmm. I delay making that choice. And what happens is I end up doing, as I said um, um, when we were having a conversation um, off air, 80% of what I do is what I really want to do because I cannot do the things I don't want to do because it doesn't fit that criterion, which means I always have time to do what I need to do. Most of the time, we don't have to do what we need to do when we don't have enough time is because we spent a lot of that time, like you said, in some ways, irresponsibly, Mm -hmm. not being accountable. Even when we think we're doing a good thing, and then we end up having to make priority choices, um, and we run out of time. So so it's, it's very important for you to be clear on your purpose so you can make better decisions about what to do with your time and energy. There you have it, Professor Alfred Edmund Jr., my name is Dee Marshall. I'm Alfred Edmund And this Jr. is Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I think it's me that I've It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. So we're talking about time and opportunity. And one of the things that I, I teach in my master class to understand the difference between um, limitation when looking at time and opportunity and unlimited time and opportunity, which is from of God, is this idea, and I'm, I'm going to bring in a little bit of the financial part, of, of how you look at how you earn money. We come into this money with a social contract that, that certain things should be provided for us by our parents and society because we exist. Then we move to the employer um, contract. The employer contract says you give up some time, you get some money back on an hourly basis. The problem with that is it automatically limits what you can make. You only get eight hours a day or 10 hours a day over time. The third thing is the, is the management contract. You get paid for what you know and your ability to get other people to do it, do what you know, they're supposed to do. You manage people, you manage resources. Higher salary, but even a bigger demand on time. When you talk about people burning out, working six or seven days a week, not taking vacations, because when you're supposedly the manager, you have to work. Uh, the, the, the hourly wage earner at least can say, no, I'm punching out at the end of the day. 
When you get to the real freedom, the real wealth, is when you break the, the, the relationship between how you earn money and how much time you have to spend, whether that's through passive income because you bought an investment property. Um, this is when you get paid for who you are, which goes to the crux of you fulfilling God's purpose. Um, I'm looking at people like um, Oprah Winfrey, um, Jay Leno. They are paid for who they are. They are paid for showing up. It has no correlation at all with how much time they spend doing something. In fact, they don't even have to show up. Often, they just put their name on stuff and get paid. And that's when you open up the unlimited aspect of your capacity to create wealth, even though you accept we all have the same 24 hours a day. We all have the same access to opportunities, if you will. God is no respecter of person. But once you change your perspective about whether you're getting paid for what you do and what you know versus getting paid for who you are, that last stage is that ownership contract, that wealth building stage that, that you have to get to if you want to recognize the value of time and opportunity in its unlimited capacity. And if you think of God in terms of limitation, you've missed the boat. God and limitation don't go in the same sentence. So when you say, I don't have enough opportunities, when you say, I can't make more money, I don't have enough money, that's a, that's a reaction that's not a faith-based reaction. You have unlimited capacity because your resources, your provider is unlimited. Professor, why you had to go deep? Because I want people to live better lives. <laughs> I'm trying to get there with you. <laughs> Listen, I'm taking notes and I gave up. I'm like, you know what? No, I, no, I'm, I'm I'm opting out of this. But but you're, you know li- you're D, you're living that life. No, I, I yes, thank you're you. You're living that thank life. You. you were on Wall Street. You could have made a lot of money and worked yourself absolutely into the ground if you wanted to. Absolutely, but, but you be- knew there was a better way. Of course, and 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 because this is a show about faith, um, you know. I love that Bible just gives us guidance and direction. So if we, if this conversation is new, if the conversation is foreign, Bible is is the life skills yes. manual. So yes. the word in Ephesians five sixteen, it's super juicy. It says, "Make the most of every opportunity." Yes. And I think that's something you know to really keep front and center and making right decisions and thinking about time. We will be right back, and I'm going to go in deeper on that. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an, an abundant, abundant life. life. It's Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up. As I mentioned, yes. one of my favorite scriptures, yes. uh, Ephesians 5.16, because it speaks to something very practical, making the most of every opportunity. I really, you know, I use that to help me with um, intentions every day. So when I wake up in the morning, you know, I have a success routine, like um, I think most common, most commonly known success routine. And one of the things that I do is setting an, an intention. And part of that is because of the scripture that really drives me to do that. Making the most of every opportunity, being thoughtful, being deliberate. Um, I say you're either intentional and deliberate or you're on purpose or you are random and ratchet. Absolutely. And so, um, but beyond that, I want to I wanna talk through a decision matrix can, because... Can I, can I jump in just for a second before you... You can. Go right ahead. It's important to understand that we don't mean just being busy. We don't mean just being act, being active for the sake of being active. Being deliberate is also being deliberate about when you do, quote unquote, nothing because you need rest and recovery. So I'm with D. Every minute of every day I'm asking myself, am I being intentional 
about what I'm doing and not doing? Or am I just going through the motions? Am I just wasting time and opportunity because of the lack of intention? So I really want you, want to, want you to hear what Dee said about intentionality and not randomness, not just letting time and opportunity slip through your fingers because you're just not really being intentional about it. Yeah, so so here's a, an example of a decision decision matrix. It's a simply three to five questions that you, um, you know, that you can use when anything comes up. You know, a, a request, um, an opportunity, and so uh, a work assignment, a work that's, assignment, that's sometimes you a need job. To say no to a job. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So question number one. So I'm going to give maybe three questions. We'll share. So question one is: Does this align with my values? or my purpose or my goals. So whether we're talking about an investment opportunity, whether we're talking about a job opportunity, whether you're talking about, uh, you know, a request from a friend, a request from a friend, Mm -hmm. right? It's the first question on your decision, decision matrix is, does it align with my values, purpose, and goals? Number two. Can you say um, integrity? Integrity. That's that first one, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Integrity. No, you're right. You're right. But, you know, and then the second thing is in life, we are either progressing or regressing. There is no no in between. There is no neutral. So asking the question, does this pull me forward or is it holding me back? So that's question two. Um, Question three, do do I want to do it? You know, I'll never forget. This was when I was coaching um, women and I'll never forget. There's a woman who she ran um, a, a magazine, an online magazine. And she had a really wonderful opportunity. And she wanted to talk to me about the opportunity. She shares a 20, 30-minute share. I had one question after her 20, 30-minute share. Do you want to do it? Gee, that is so important. Uh, um, people that know me long enough know that I, just, I describe myself as a recovering people pleaser. Um, there's a lot about my upbringing and that, that made me the way that I was. Um, but I've spent the last 15 years just like a substance abuser. One, admitting that I had a problem. <laughs> and two, realizing detox. that I had to detox. And I have to re- recognize that every day I'm going to have this urge to people please. Uh, but if it violates my integrity or I'm doing something that I don't honestly want to do, a cheerful giver, like yep. you're doing it out of love, you're not doing an obligation, you will ultimately make poor decisions. Yeah. And you will regret it. And then you'll resent it. And you'll be bitter. You'll be bitter as yourself and against others. So this idea of being honest with yourself right. and honest with God, do you really want to do it? Now, sometimes God is going to tell you, I know you don't want to do it. But you need to do it. You need to defer to what your spirit is telling you. Mm -hmm. But if you really don't want to do it, I urge you, at least delay the decision. Don't Mm -hmm. kid yourself. Yep. Question four, do I have what I need? Um, So sometimes not having the resources to reasonably do it within a reasonable time um, is a good question to ask. So those are four potential questions. I'll give you a fifth one before uh, before we break. And that is, is this... Uh, a good idea or is it God's instruction? Mm. My name is DC Marshall. This is Be Lifted Up, your, your guide, guide to living to living an abundant, abundant life. life. Hey! If he did it before, he could do it. It's Be Lifted Up, and we're social. Catch us at Be Lifted Up Radio or BeLiftedUpRadio.com. The problems may change. 
You've been listening to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. You can follow us at Be Lifted Up Radio on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on Facebook. Join our Facebook group. And listen, this has been a powerful show on time and opportunity and what that means for you and what that means in the context of what God provides for you and his ownership of those resources. And I'll leave you with Ephesians 5.16. Make the most of every opportunity. And remember, you have to distinguish between good ideas and God's instruction. Amen. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an An abundant abundant life. life. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life.